2: x 104.5 on a Monday morning. Good morning to everyone out there. Well, if you're just getting up, rolling around, you might hear a little bit of a pitter-patter. And no, it's not Santa Claus. That would be raindrops. We've got a little bit of rain out there this morning, but they're saying it's going to clear off. And then we're looking at a partly cloudy day. But if you are out and about, be careful because the deer are also out. I didn't have the greatest count today. Only eight on my way in. But we did see a fawn, so they are out and about moving. So if you see those does kind of being skittish, keep an eye out for those little fawns. They're still learning road safety and to not go on the road, which sometimes, as we all know, they don't listen. But it is raining out there right now, going to clear off. We're looking at a high of 73 degrees today. Right now we're at 58 with some rain, and boy, it was a nice weekend. Saturday, a little bit of coolness, but not too bad Great day for the Chippewa Valley Air Show. Oh, those blue angels are something to see. That was a lot of fun. And it was just a beautiful weekend. Yesterday, I got to celebrate my niece's upcoming wedding for her bridal shower. We got to have that. So congratulations to Bailey and Andrew. They're getting married in August. And yeah, it was just a nice day for that. Weddings are coming up. Graduations are still going on. It's just a busy time of June, and we've got June Dairy Month, so if you're looking for something to do on your weekends, dairy breakfasts, they are all over the place. We've got Clark County Dairy Breakfast, Eau Claire County, Barron County, we'll be hearing from them a little bit later on. It was just a really busy weekend, and we've got a lot more to talk about coming up right here on WAX.
3: WAX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: It's really kind of a fun time of year in June. You know, I talked to the kids last night at like 8.30, quarter to 9, and it's still light outside. And they're like, but it's still light. <laughs> it's still nighttime. But it's always a great time. Pretty soon here in the next couple weeks, we're going to be waking up, and the sun's actually going to be coming up at this time in the morning. So enjoy the weather. Enjoy summer. And make sure you get out and do a little fishing in the dark. right now on WEX. And it is summertime. Well, it feels like it anyway. If people are out camping. It's always a great time of year to go fishing, whether it's in, during the day, which I prefer, or you know, in that evening time. That works, too. And make sure you get a big one. Send us your pictures. Those are always fun things to see, especially with kids. You know, your kid gets their first fish, a big fish, even a little one. We'll take them. Just send us your photos here at Wax. And it is 5 o'clock on 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. It's time to take a look at our national news.
4: NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Russian rockets struck the Ukrainian capital, Kiev, for the first time in more than a month early Sunday. One person was hospitalized, but there were no immediate reports of any deaths. The attack on Kiev was the first big strike since late April, when a Russian missile killed a journalist. A senior advisor to President Biden is pushing back against the fallout over inflation. We've now seen 4.2 million Americans return to work. I think that gives a lot of confidence and reassurance to this economy. Appearing on Fox News Sunday, Gene Sperling noted these are the types of conditions that lead to more stable, balanced growth. However, last week's job figures revealed a slight slowdown from previous months. Sperling declined to predict when gas prices may start to come down. He blamed Russia's continued war in Ukraine and said there's no silver bullet to fix the unprecedented global challenges. There is no magic bullet cure for those suffering from long COVID just yet. That's according to the National Institute of Neurological Disorders director, Dr. Walter Koroshetz. We don't understand what's driving it biologically. Appearing on CBS Face the Nation, he explained that scientists have yet to develop a solution to post-infection symptoms because they don't understand what's biologically driving it. Koroshetz also noted that the range of long COVID symptoms can include neurological, pulmonary, cardiovascular, and digestive issues among survivors. Three people are dead after a shooting outside a Tennessee nightclub. It happened early Sunday morning in Chattanooga. Fourteen people were shot in all. The police chief added that all but one of the people killed or injured were adults. Authorities believe that there were multiple shooters. And today marks the 78th anniversary of D-Day. World War II veterans will be joined by thousands of visitors at the American Cemetery in Normandy. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff will be on hand as U.S. Air Force aircraft fly over the burial site as part of a commemoration ceremony. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
2: And that's a look at our national news this morning. We'll be taking a look at our local news later on with Morgan McCarthy. But we'll touch base on a little bit of local ag news this morning. It's time to mark those calendars because the Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association is excited to partner with the Northern Wisconsin Beef Producers Association for the 2022 summer tour in the Menominee area coming up on Saturday, June 18th. The first stop on the tour will be at Kay Lund Angus Farm near Woodville. The second stop on the tour is at Score Cattleman, Cattle Company located in Clear Lake. And the final stop will be at Elcivia Menominee Feed Mill. To register for that event, you need to go to wisconsincattlemen.com. Registration for this one-day program and meals will be $50 for for Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association members and $100 for non-members. Attendees will be responsible for their own transportation throughout the day, and they're serving lunch and dinner. So if you're interested in that, register now before June 18th. We've got a busy morning. We've got weather and markets coming up very shortly here on Wax. Find us at smithfuneralec.com.
3: Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: On a beautiful Saturday morning, the Wolk family at Rainbow Valley Dairy here in Almina sponsored and hosted the dairy breakfast for Barron County. And uh, Clayton, first of all, we talked about this on Saturday morning, but this was something that uh, as kids, you and your brother dreamed about doing, and you had your own dairy breakfast.
5: Yeah, we convinced Mom that I should start with, uh, you know, we, we, we enjoyed the dairy breakfast as kids so much. We like would play with our little toys and pretend dairy breakfast and got mom convinced to serve a dairy breakfast for all our neighbors and relatives that were nearby and set up our farms like a dairy breakfast and
1: had a good morning. (laughs) It must have went well because now you got the big one. I know, we got the real thing now. (laughs) And it has been a big crowd here on Saturday. If you missed it, you missed a beautiful breakfast on a beautiful farm. Well, Clayton, the farm itself... What's it all about as far as cows, land base? Uh,
5: right now, we, we milk uh, pretty close to
1: 60 cows. The, the
5: barn holds 60 cows. It's been that way uh, since 1960. Uh, and then we also run about 350 acres.
1: And this is a farm that's close to being a century
5: farm. Yeah, we're not too far away. The The barn itself is already 100 years old, and we're only
1: uh,
5: four more years away from the century farm, I guess. All
1: right, and uh, Kurt also with us, what's the relationship now between uh, you and your folks and
6: uh, you and Clayton as far as uh, who operates what? My dad and my brother, and my dad Glenn, and my brother Clayton, they're the main farm operators. Uh, Clayton actually just bought the cows on April 1st from my dad. I have a semi, I drive truck kind of during the week, and I help out nights, weekends when I'm home, harvest planting. Uh, but it's everybody's involved, uh, you know, my mom, Clayton's wife, everybody helps out. It's uh, it's a traditional family farm. Very little uh, hired help. We do have uh, two high school kids. They kind of switch on and off, help us with some night milking. But other than that, all the work is done by us ourselves. Do you help in the barn? Oh, yeah. I, if it was my choice, I would rather be farming, but just with our size, that we're not big enough for everybody to be here. And I understand that, so... Uh, I can go and, and truck, and it's not bad because if the farming economy is down, a lot of times the trucking economy is up or vice versa, so we can kind of help you, help each business out type of thing.
1: Yeah, as a truck driver, you're, uh, you're in demand, that's for sure. Clayton, tell me, Rainbow Valley Farm is the name of the farm. What's the history of that? Where would that come from? Well, my, my great-grandpa
5: bought the farm in 1926, and there's there's actually two swamps on this farm. One happens to be right behind the barn, which is part of the reason my great-grandpa wanted this place, because there's nice access to water, and the, the valley between the two swamps is in the shape of a rainbow, and there are apparently is some neighbors that live to the west of here that always said the rainbows are always at this farm, so that's how it got its name. Here we are,
1: first Saturday in June, how did planting go and first crop is up? What kind of a years have been so far for crops? It was a slow start. Mud
5: season seemed like it lasted forever. And then once it, once the weather broke uh, we were in the fields, had the corn planted in two days. I think we had a day of rain and, uh, the soybeans went in the, uh, the following day. The alfalfa was a little bit slower um, growing. We were hoping you know, we'll be making that around Memorial Day so we weren't right up against the dairy breakfast here but so as a couple days later, the quality was still good, and the tonnage was outstanding. I finished that up Friday night before the dairy breakfast. It seems to be taking off and going now, even after
1: that slow start. Oh, we got some sunshine. That'll help. Oh, yeah. So, Kurt, as far as uh, going forward here, are you hoping to get back in the operation? I
6: mean, full time with Clayton, or you're, you're content with what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to uh, to get on the farm full time down the road. I know it's not something that'll happen overnight, but something down the road. Uh, ideally, I'd like I'd like to maybe get a driver in my semi, and I can just dispatch him and and work on the farm uh, full time. I'd like to start a family with my wife sometime soon, so I think the the farm lifestyle will be better for that. But yeah, I'm a farm kid at heart. I, I enjoy the trucking. It's nice. It's fine you see new areas, but it's so enjoyable when I'm on the farm working, even when you are dead tired at the end of the night. But your dream has
1: come true as we stand here on a Saturday morning with, uh, oh, you're going to have thousands of people here.
6: Yeah, the, me and Clayton, we kind of we wanted to see if we could try and break a record. We really uh, advertised kind of on social media and really got word out, and that's kind of something new for the Barron County Dairy Promoters. Like, they don't have a Facebook page or anything, so we really tried to get the word out. I couldn't ask for a better day. They were talking to Chance of Rain earlier In the week but it turns out that was false so just a beautiful day should be a great crowd. It will be a great crowd because
1: uh, the Woke family has rolled out the red carpet as they did this past Saturday for the dairy breakfast here in Barron County Rainbow Valley Dairy Farm with the Woke boys. I'm Bob Bosold.
2: And it was a beautiful dairy breakfast. Bob posted some pictures to Facebook and of course he had a lot of fun talking with everyone. But there's still a lot of June Dairy Month left in June, so get on out those to those dairy breakfasts, enjoy some food, take the kids, bring your parents. Doesn't matter what age you are, bring them on out and enjoy some fun. Well, we are at a rainy morning right now at Wax. Right now we're at 58 degrees in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area, but other temperatures in the area. We're at 56 degrees up in Medford. La Crosse is at 62 degrees. Marshfield Green Bay, Rice Lake, and Wausau, all 57 degrees. Down in Madison, 58 degrees. Milwaukee's at 55. And like I said, it's going to be rainy this morning. And then it's going to dry out and become a partly cloudy day, high of 73. Tonight is going to be cloudy with a low of 48. Tomorrow we're going to see some sunshine and some clouds, high of 74. Tomorrow night, some late showers and 54 degrees. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, rain, and a chance of a thunderstorm out there. High of 73, though, and then Wednesday night clearing off, but it's still going to be some clouds looking for 50 degrees. And your sky 13 weather this morning is brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Your Marquart Motors service department is open for your 5,000-mile scheduled maintenance visit with a complimentary tire rotation, vehicle health check, and car wash. Schedule yours at marquartmotors.com. We've got your morning markets. They are brought to you by this morning...
7: Farm Markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
8: Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin
7: strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit ruralmutual.com/win and enter to win tickets to the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Rural
8: Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin
2: strong. Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party in July. Farm Tech Fest is the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and featuring Joe Nichols. Camping, food, and fun, Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Tickets are on sale now at FarmTechFest.com. That's FarmTechFest.com. Sponsored by Rooney Grain, Partners Bank, Wax Radio, Zastro the Beer Man, Forward Insurance, Munson Bridge Winery, Colby Chrysler, RC Builders, Rural Mutual Insurance.
3: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: Well, we've got Rural Mutual Insurance as our market sponsor this morning. You've got your fed beef steers at $1.36 to $1.41.5. and a half. Your fed beef heifers at $1.20 to $1.39. Fed Holstein steers are at $1.22 to $1.33.5. and a half. Cows are at $75 to $97 and a half. Bulls are at $97 to $1.9. Your butcher hogs are at $75 to $91. Sows, $51 and a half to $55 and a half. Boars, $10 to $24. Your old crop market lambs are at $1.25 and down. Feeder lambs are at $1.25 to $2.75. Ewes are at eighty five to a dollar fifty two and a half. Your small goats are at ten to one hundred thirty five. Medium goats seventy five to two hundred eighty. Large goats one hundred thirty five to four. And looking at the mercantile exchange, we've got your live cattle for June is at one thirty three sixty, that's down two cents. August is at one thirty three eighty five, down twenty-seven cents. October's at one thirty nine seventy up seven cents. Feeder cattle for August is at one seventy three eighty seven, that's up ninety-two cents. September's at one seventy six thirty. Up eighty-two cents. October is at one seventy-eight twenty-seven. Up sixty cents. Lean hogs for June is at one ten twenty. That's up fifteen cents. July was at one ten seventy-five. Down a dollar forty-two. August is at one zero eight zero five. Down a dollar seventy. And looking at your Chicago Board of Trade, we've got your July corn up thirteen cents to seven forty. July oats down a dime at six eighty. July beans up seventeen cents to seventeen fourteen. July soybean meal was up a dollar fifty to four o nine forty a ton. Your July wheat up 47 cents to ten eighty-seven. Looking at the dairy side, barrel cheese down three cents to two twenty-four and a half. Your blocks were up two and a quarter cent to two dollars and twenty-seven cents. Your AA grade butter is down two cents to two ninety-one and a half. And your class three futures for June were up a penny at 2433. We've got July down 13 cents at 2460. August down seven at 2442. September was up two cents at 2438. October was down eight cents to 2410. And then the markets were mostly upward into 2023. And like you heard before, we've got Farm Tech Fest coming to Clark County Farm Technology Days. You get a chance to see this gentleman. Joe Nichols. Well, if you want to find out what's a guy got to do to get a girl in this town, you got to come to Farm Tech Fest and see him for yourself. It's the best way you're going to find out how to get that girl. But we've got a busy morning. Right now, we're actually going to be hearing from Pam Sells-Prawley on her Adopt a Cow or Adopt a Calf program that they had out there, along with a teacher from the area, talking about the recap, how it all went. And Jill Welke had a chance to be out there as well, said it was a great experience Everyone had a great time, and everything was well-participated. So we'll be hearing from Pam Sells probably coming up next.
3: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, we've officially begun celebrating June Dairy Month across the state of Wisconsin. So many stories to tell. Fabulous farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I'll tell you what, one of the things that we have to keep in mind when it comes to sharing the dairy story is there's so many different people with so many different angles. Jill, you've had a chance, not not just once, but several times to visit with a dairy farmer in your neck of the woods that really is spending a lot of time, not just at a dairy breakfast setting, but on a day-to-day setting to try to help people better understand how they take care of their animals. And it's having some big results from what I can tell. It is, Pam. I had the opportunity to talk to Pam Sells prawley up here in Humberd. She's a part of the Adopt a Cow program where classrooms can adopt a calf and do it through the technology and learn how that calf grows through the season. And this spring was kind of the wrap up to that program where students were invited out to the farm and they actually met that calf that they named last September and saw its growth. And learned about some of the stuff that happens with the cow and as they grow. And we even met some cows that were, you know, in that, in the spa treatment just before they calve. And the kids were so engaged and that they could actually see what was going on. And this is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. I talked to Pam Sells Proli. I also talked to a second grade teacher from Chippewa Falls. And they had the biggest smiles on their faces when those kids and those adults were walking around the farm.
9: Over the summer, we got an email from the Adopt-a-Calf program and my teaching partners, Stacy Martinson and I, just thought it would be a really neat opportunity for our kids. They take milk every morning and we just kind of wanted to have them learn a little bit more about the time that the calves are born until they become milking cows and we were able to get updates every month or so with pictures of our calves Um, but also every sunday we got some fun day resources that we could use in our classroom just giving the kids a opportunity
0: every week just to learn more about dairy cows and farm. They talk about this curriculum and the resources that came to you. Did you have something pre-set up or did you just use what they brought? We just used what they brought us. They had so many resources. We had
9: worksheets. We had principals. We even were able to live chat with Farmer Pam and that was amazing. We were one of many schools that had the opportunity to do that. So we got to see her live and we got to type in some questions for the dairy
0: but yeah a plethora of resources you made the connection through the computer you were able to kind of talk to her see her and everything through the technology But what made you make that call to see if you could come down and actually see your cat
9: there's just nothing better than being there in person so you can read about it you can watch a video you can even watch someone through a screen but being able to step onto the farm and smell the smells and see all the things, I was just blown away. It was so fun. And this is an experience that kids don't always have. I don't think any of our kids have had the experience to be on a dairy farm. So it was priceless, and I'm glad we made the
0: decision to come here. I noticed the excitement in the adults as well as the students. And as they come out here, what do you think the goal would be that they could bring back with them?
9: I mean, we really want them to go home to their families. We want them to tell them what they learned. We want them to tell about the Munster cheese that they loved. We want, you know, to tell them about how does a cow become a cow? It's not just a cow when it's born. Just to, you know, share that knowledge with their families, share that knowledge with their friends, get their friends excited about it. My hope is that we can continue having this experience in future
0: years give more kids the opportunity. Well, you led me right into that next question because I was going to ask you, are you going to do this? again oh we would love to we would absolutely love to we were blown
9: away by farmer pam's hospitality she had so many activities for us she had the whole day set up we didn't have to do anything she had farmer olympics she taught us about feed for the calves she even taught us about the cow poo. it was just incredible and because we came on a not so glorious day she even allowed us to eat lunch in her house it was just incredible
0: And that was Bridget Ryder, second grade teacher from Parkview Elementary in Chippewa Falls. And now we're gonna hear from Pam Sells-Prawley of Sells-Prawley Dairy, with some information about the Adopt-A-Cow program and how big the scope really is. Well, depending on the connections that we've made, um, just in Wisconsin
10: alone, I have nearly 15,000 kids following the four calves on our farm. That's just in Wisconsin. And I've been been contacted from people from Florida and Texas and Louisiana and Kentucky. They have over 100,000 kids that are part of the program. What's really cool, hardly any of them. Like, well, the group today, Jill, the group today came from Chippewa Falls. They were the second graders. There is only one kid in that area that's from a farm, that's from a dairy farm. Most of them had never been to a farm before. So this was their one contact, their one connection. And the energy that they had and most impressive Jill was the knowledge. They had followed this program since that calf was born and we were sending them blog posts and videos and usually when I have tourists come I ask them questions and the kids don't know the answers. These city kids knew all the answers. So if you can have a program that influences kids at a young age who have no background in agriculture and introduce them to the things that we introduce them to. Now, that is pretty amazing and quite successful.
0: And I will totally agree with that statement. The kids had smiles on their faces, but the adults showed a super connection with everything that went on. And I feel like they really love to learn. They really enjoyed the visit. And they contacted you to come down to see the farm and see the calves, didn't they?
10: Oh, yes. Um, The teacher grew up on a farm, and she said, my kids have no idea in the classroom. Can I bring them all down? Um, And, of course, we get into the farm, and as farmers, we've got to step back and say, these aren't farm kids. We need to talk to them about the two, three, four key areas that when they leave the farm, we've left an impression on. Now, you've been part of my program, Jill. I throw a lot of stuff at them. Because you never know, each kid is different, what will stick, what they will remember. We try to make it fun, Um, we try to make it interactive, because young kids, uh, they they don't want to see a building tour or a farm tour, so we, um, we, today they tasted 10 types of cheeses and I made them memorize their favorite cheese and tell their mom and dad to go home and buy that cheese, because you tasted it at Farmer Pam's today.
2: And that's Pam Sells Prolly. And that is very true. The, these kids nowadays, they they don't know where our products come from. Some of them have never been to a farm. And, you know, to get them out there, you know, let them, you know, pet a calf, feed a calf, taste the byproducts from their mothers, the milk and the cheeses and the yogurts. It's just a great opportunity for kids and even adults. A lot of adults don't even get that chance. So that was Pam Sells Prolly and our Jill Welke this morning. But we've got a busy morning here away, so we gotta keep moving. We've got Rocky Olson from Premier Livestock. He's coming in next, and this morning's markets will be brought to you by Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of the
1: Nominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at CV
3: for those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: That's very true for those of us who do work in acres and not hours. But now we got to head over to the Premier Livestock Barn and check with a gentleman who works with cows instead of ours. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. So you have a lot of cows coming through every single week. And yeah, it's a busy time. It is, it is, yep. Well, catch us up. What's all going on over at Premier Livestock? You got sales coming up this week and you got your big farm machinery sale too. Yep.
11: Thank you, uh, Kristen. We'll tell you about that. Good morning, everyone. This uh, last week's market shaped up here at Premier. Uh, The uh, fed cattle traded steady. Uh, Choice and prime Holstein steers, 127 to 135. Select and low choice, 116 to 126. Choice B steers and heifers, 128 to 137. Market cows steady. Uh, High-yielding cows from 75 to 94. Most cows traded from 61 to 74. Market bulls high-yielding 94 to 114. Lower-yielding 94 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves last week, a uh, very strong trade, mostly from 90 to $215 per head on the Holsteins, beef cross calves from 125 to 360, Holstein heifer calves 10 to 40. Dairy cattle auction held last Wednesday. We had a little smaller run selling 150 head of dairy cattle uh, with two small dispersals. We had some extreme top fresh cows all being parlor freestall cows from 2000 all the way up to 3500. Many Decent cows, 1100 to 1900. Top Spring and Heifers, 1400 to 1950. Lesser quality cows and Spring and Heifers, 1100 and down. This week, uh, Wednesday, we got lots of top fresh cow consignments. Uh, lots of top reputation springing heifers. Also this week on Tuesday, we have our special feeder cattle auction, also selling bred beef cows and beef breeding bulls. Note the bred beef cows, if you're bringing them in, need to be by 9.30 a.m. for preg checks. We're expecting six to 700 head for this Tuesday. Full list advance advanced consignments on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com or give us a call with any questions, 715-229-2500. Don't forget, coming up, like Kristen said, at the top. Uh, we're going to have June 17th machinery auction. We are full. We are no longer taking consignments for that auction. Uh, we will sell in three rings all day. We're going to start the offline at 9 a.m. and then online at nine thirty in the morning. Uh, like I said, check out that list on our website. The next machinery auction uh, coming up is going to be on August 26th and that's the way it shaped out.
2: Well, it's really busy. I can't believe you filled up already. That's crazy.
11: Yep, yep. We actually actually kind of said we got full. I think it was the 27th of May. Oh, so, wow. Yep.
2: Well, good for you guys. So if you're looking for equipment, head to Premier Livestock.
11: That's right. Want to come through, just take a scroll through the parking lot, take a look there. Uh, everything that's online will also be on equipmentfacts.com. So.
2: Perfect. Well, Rocky, okay. thanks for the update, and we'll catch you later on. Have a great day. You too. There he goes, Rocky Olson, over at Premier Livestock. A busy guy, busy week, busy place. But we've got more coming up. We've got more markets, weather, news. We're busy this morning.
3: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: Well, it looks like it's still a little bit of rain outside of my door here. I don't know if it's coming off the roof or if it's actually raining. So let's head over to our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike Dandria and check in with him. Good morning, Mike.
7: Good morning, Kristen. How are we doing?
2: We're doing great, but, you know, I didn't like the drive-in this morning. It was a little too wet for me.
7: Yeah, it was uh, it was certainly raining pretty hard uh, this was. early this morning, or what some would call through the overnight. But uh, good news is I was just on the patio, and, uh, well, it's starting to slow down a little out there, but we're still getting spit on a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's the best choice of words, but you, I think people <laughs> understand what I mean when I say we're getting spit on, in a way.
2: But, All I can picture is a llama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
7: Well, at least the, the llamas will uh, head back into, uh, well, whatever you want to call their enclosure if you will um, because our showers are expected to taper off by the mid-morning hours and will give way to cloudy conditions through the mid-morning and then clear out uh, by the early afternoon and give us some sunshine with our highs warming up to the low 70s partly cloudy conditions persist into tight with our lows dipping to the upper 40s tomorrow we'll have variable clouds out there but otherwise mainly sunny again temperatures fairly similar to today But then going into tomorrow night, that's when we have a chance at some showers and potentially some thunderstorms moving in that could linger on into Wednesday morning and uh, even potentially into the afternoon. Still, temperatures fairly similar, and that's pretty much going to be the trend for most of the week, low to mid-70s. Wednesday night, though, mainly clear, dipping to the low 50s before setting up a beautiful day on Thursday. Plenty of sunshine out there. Highs once again in the mid-70s. And Friday, we do have... Another chance at some showers, but otherwise partly sunny, and you guessed it, Low to mid-70s once again, but uh, right now in Eau Claire, we are looking at just a little bit of light rain out there, otherwise mainly cloudy and a temperature of 58 degrees.
2: Hey, we'll take it. If you got your crops in over the weekend, you need the rain to get it growing.
7: Absolutely.
2: All right, Mike, we'll catch you later. Thank you so much. Thank
7: you. Have a good one, Kristen.
2: Thanks. There you go. Is Mike Dandry, our Skywarn 13 meteorologist with you this morning, and our Skywarn 13 weather is brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Court Motors would like to thank their valued and loyal customers, their hard-working employees, and the surrounding community for making Marquardt Motors the largest General Motors dealership in the state of Wisconsin. We'll have your markets and news coming up next. Wax
3: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: And it's time to take a look at our morning news this morning with Morgan McCarthy. Good morning, Morgan. We'll catch us up. we got a busy morning. What's going on in
12: the news today? Well, good morning here's what we're looking at today coming out of that weekend and plugging into a new week we're waiting for more information about a deadly crash in Wood County it happened yesterday afternoon near Auburn Dale the State Patrol says a flatbed truck smashed into a van this was on County Highway M one person in the van died several others were injured investigators say they're still looking into the wreck in headlines from across the state a retired judge's shooting death is under investigation in New Lisbon with 715 newsroom coverage John DeMaster brings us more
13: Juno County Sheriff deputies found 68-year-old Judge John Romer shot to death inside his new Lisbon home Friday morning. Hiding in the basement was 56-year-old Douglas Udi, who was hospitalized in critical condition with an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. Investigators believe the shooting of the judge was targeted. Records from the Wisconsin Department of Corrections show that in 2005, Udi was sentenced to six years in prison by Judge Romer on an armed burglary conviction.
12: And with a Chippewa Valley connection to that case, investigators say a local gun shop owner in Canada for Chippewa County Sheriff Dan Marcon was on that 56-year-old Douglas Udy's list of possible victims. Uh, he used to work as a prison guard. He's not saying why he may have ended up on that list. There were 13 people on that list including Governor Evers, Mitch McConnell, and also two identified people from Wisconsin Rapids. In La Crosse, police have a teenager in custody in a murder investigation involving another teen. Heading into the weekend, 18-year-old Sage Hick turned himself into police. He's expected to be charged as early as today with first-degree intentional homicide in the shooting death of 15-year-old Storm Vandershek in May. Lacrosse police say their investigation is still open and ongoing, with more details to be released about the case at a later date. On our state's political stage, State Senator Van Wengart helped repeal Wisconsin's 48-hour waiting period to purchase a handgun, and the Racine Republican tells WQOW's Capital City Sunday that he's not going to support reimposing it.
11: Teachers that have the right education, they have the, the capability, they have the physical aptitude to be able to actually respond to something, but that they have the common sense and the training.
12: Wangard, who chairs the Senate Public Safety Committee, also opposes expanded background checks for gun purchase. He said he would support arming school teachers, provided they're willing to do so and have adequate training. And you may have heard about the horse walking into the bar. Why the long face, right? But in New York, it was a city opossum that ended up wandering into a bar in Brooklyn and got kicked out pretty quick. So what happened to uh, the lady who ousted the opossum?
2: Everyone bought her so many rounds yeah it turned into a party
12: afterwards and i'll hand you back to the party with kristen smith in the midwest farm show and just after six i don't know what kind of party we can guarantee but alex was hanging upside down last i checked it's the wax morning show live local and right along with you on wax 104.5 <laughs>
2: thanks so much morgan you know and we just like to hang around around here i mean we got to have some fun with that a possum in a bar <laughs> that's kind of funny well we gotta keep moving this morning though. We've got Jim Lindsay with us from the Equity L Tuna Barn and Jim catch us up on those markets. How did we turn out?
13: Choice beef steers and heifers $1.15 to $1.36. Choice Dairy Cross Steers and Heifers $1.10 to $1.34. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.25 to $1.33. We had an extreme top of $1.38. Choice Holstein steers, $1.15 to $1.24. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers $1.14 and down. Top twenty percent of the cull cows sold from seventy-four to eighty-five. We had a top of eighty-six. Sixty percent of the cows sold from fifty-nine to seventy-three. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from fifty-eight and down. We do sell organic cattle on Tuesdays at the El Tuna Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715 835 3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market consignment page and click on the El Tuna Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in El Tuna. Have a great
3: day feeding information to the folks who feed you wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
2: and it's time to check in with some more morning markets we're going to head over to the stratford equity barn and check in with jerry fitzgerald good morning jerry
8: we got a nice little soft rain coming this morning right now as we speak so i guess maybe uh, folks uh, after chores are done today take a little time off but uh, certainly a very busy weekend and uh, well, we uh, were able to go to the, uh, well, we had see, three, three breakfasts we attended over the weekend. And, uh, of course, yesterday was the very large uh, breakfast that Stratford uh, FFA puts on at the Country Air. So a big, large crowd. And uh, we were able to go on the farm tour at the uh, Steber Farm. So we want to thank, thank the uh, folks at the Steber Farm for a very, very interesting tour there with the robotics. So, uh, yeah, a very interesting day yesterday.
2: Well, good. And did you get your belly full?
8: Wow, well, you know that goes without saying you know,
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think you can ever go to a June dairy breakfast and come home hungry,
8: no, well, actually, you got sometimes you gotta bring stuff along home with you, like the ice cream and stuff, you know, so
2: <laughs> it doesn't make it home in my family. We eat it in the car,
8: <laughs> oh. oh well, that's good too well, yeah, you got uh what you have two you got two girls, don't you? a
2: boy and a girl, so oh, boy yeah. and a
8: girl. Okay. And one large boy.
2: Exactly, yes, my husband. <laughs> but he doesn't need his ice cream. We we don't let him have that, so.
8: Oh, no, that's, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll uh, let the folks know what's going on here at Equity Stratford this week, if that's all right with you. Yep, we'll ready. sounds
2: good. Take it away.
8: Hi, uh, Kristen. Thank you and good morning, everyone. And, uh, we are back to the, uh, full schedule here this week at Equity Stratford. Uh, last week, of course, Memorial Day. But anyway, uh, that being is a full marketing week, as I said, for sale this week. We do get underway here this morning at Equity Stratford. 9.30 this morning with the um, uh, Monday auction. We sell market cows this uh, Monday morning here, and also fed cattle and market bulls. We'll get to those baby calves at 11.30 uh, this morning. Tomorrow, Tuesday, also busy day. Tomorrow, Tuesday at Stratford, we start at 10 o'clock with the hay and straw auction, and we do have straw available uh, for that sale tomorrow. Also, that'll be, like I said, 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock tomorrow will be the dairy cattle auction, and also on Tuesday, uh, part of the market auction, regular conventional market cows, along with organic market cows, which we do sell every Tuesday. Wednesday will be our uh, auction starts at 10 o'clock, full marketing day on Wednesday, including uh, um, all market cattle featuring fed cattle, of course, sheep hog and goats, baby calves, feeder cattle at noon on Wednesday of this week. And on Thursday, we do start at 11, full marketing day also on Thursday with market cattle and baby calves. Looking ahead a little bit here in June, now we have a, a special beef breeding bowl sale coming up on Wednesday, June 15th. That will be a week from uh, this Wednesday. And if you have bold to consign, uh, let us know. And we also, uh, of course, have uh, a good opportunity to buy some bold because it's getting to be that time of the year already. So, again, Kristen, for Marketing on Tap here at Equity Stratford, uh, invite you folks to take a look at our website. Always a lot of stuff on there. Equity Co op, click on the Stratford page. And, uh, well, we're back here tomorrow morning and give the folks an update on what's happening in the markets as we start the week. And I know the. You guys are on top of the board of trade, the mercantile, but that's up and down, up and down. I mean, it's uh, you almost need a minute-by-minute calculator to keep up with that. Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, when it first opens, then it's a little hectic, but then as the day kind of settles down, it'll move just a little bit unless it's a crazy trading day. But, yeah, it's not too fun. It's actually kind of fun to watch it, so...
8: So how is, um, how is progress coming over there in the Clark County for the uh, show here in July? Hey,
2: it's coming along really good. It's going to be a great show. We've got a lot of stuff planned. Yeah, it's, it's going to be busy come July, but yeah, I, can, I can't tell you too much. I'll spoil all the fun stuff.
8: There you go. Well, do you have your own, uh, your own little uh, air-conditioned uh, booth for giving autographs?
2: <laughs> Not quite. No, I'll be with Bob. So, I mean, you know, he, he's so warm, and, you know, I should say, a lot of women think he's hot. So, I don't know. I don't think we can bring enough AC to handle Mr. Bosold.
8: Well, you got to get a, I'm sure you'll have the state-of-the-art uh, gator or something to drive around with, you know, so.
2: Yes, I'm sure we will. I'll lay out the red carpet for him, too.
8: <laughs> All right, well, you have a nice day, and, uh, um, and we will be back here tomorrow morning, give an update, and enjoy the day, and thank you, Kristen.
2: Sounds good. Thanks so much, Jerry. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald from the Stratford Equity Barn. We've got your morning markets coming up, plus our alfalfa program.
3: Keep it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: Well, let's take a look at your morning markets in the Chicago Board of Trade. We've got your July corn up 13 cents to 7.40. July oats down a dime at 6.80. July beans up 17 cents to 1714 July soybean meal up a dollar fifty to 40940 a ton your July wheat was up 47 cents to 1087 looking at the dairy side barrel cheese down three cents to 224 and a your blocks were up two and a quarter cent to 227 Double A grade butter was down two cents to 291 and a and your And your class three futures for June up a penny at 2433. July down 13 cents to 2460. August was down 7 cents to 2442. September up 2 cents to 2438. October down 8 cents to 2410. And your markets were mostly upward in 2023. Country elevators in the area. We've got Golden Plump in Arcadia at 730 for corn, Baldwin and. Yeah, we're just gonna go with Baldwin today. Six seventy two for corn, sixteen fifty seven for beans. Durand is at six seventy two and sixteen forty six. Mondovi's at six seventy two and sixteen fifty two. Elmwood is at six seventy seven for corn, sixteen fifty seven for beans. Fall Creek is at six sixty two and sixteen forty one. Osceola's at six eighty two for corn, sixteen fifty seven for beans. Looking at Elk Bound, we've got six eighty one for corn and six sixty one for beans. Sparta's at six eighty one and sixteen sixty six. Ellsworth is at six sixty two and sixteen. 32 ethanol plants in the area Hills at 725 stanley's at 692 new richmond is at 688 so that's a look at our morning markets on the chicago board of trade this morning and just another quick reminder with equipment hot and heavy on the roads and fields it's time to get teenagers their tractor and machinery safety certificates the wisconsin youth tractor and machinery safety certification program is offering a free virtual online course this summer This course is designed for children ages 12 to 15, more emphasis on the tractors for the 12- and 13-year-olds and the machinery side, the 14- and 15-year-olds. And that will be offered July 11th through the 15th from 8.30 in the morning till noon those days. Now, for more information on that tractor safety course and the machinery safety course, contact your local University of Wisconsin Extension office.
1: Hayes coming down and it's going up too. Our first crop is on the move. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, is with us on our next Grow Alfalfa app program once again. And uh, Dan, there's a lot of it has really come down this past week. So we gotta think about getting ready for a second crop. What's uh, what's the formula for a good second crop?
14: The first uh Good news is that we got an awful lot of hay up with no rain on it, and we had pretty good yields off of many of the fields. Some may have been stunted a little bit by the dry weather during March, but uh, most were pretty good. Uh, In order to keep the the good yields coming this year, and we need to do that with the high price of hay, if we're not going to grow it for ourselves, it'll certainly be marketable. But we want to be sure to fertilize properly, and the time to do that is right now after first cutting. Two things. One is presumably we've had a soil test and we can put on the phosphorus and boron if necessary that we need. But the other thing is to think about uh, those things that we put on twice a year, once now and once after third cutting. Uh, we would uh, put on about half of our potassium that we figure we're going to need, which is about 55 pounds per ton of hay that we either have grown or expect to grow this year. And then uh, we would put on about uh, 5 to 7 pounds of uh, sulfate, again, per ton of hay that we either have removed or will be removing the rest of this season. The reason we only put half of the potassium and the sulfur on is if we put more than that on then the plant will take up excess nutrient. Now that can cause us problems with higher levels of potassium in the forage but mostly it's an inefficient use of the fertilizer and as uh, high as that cost is at this point We want to split the application and get as efficient use of that fertilizer as possible. So pay attention to your soil test. Hopefully, again, if you're in the optimum range, we're thinking about 55 pounds of K2O per ton of hay removed. And we're thinking about uh, 5 pounds of sulfate per ton of hay removed. So do think about replacing those nutrients. For the most part, we need those on all soils here in the state. If we apply the fertilizer, and then, of course, as we go into June, we'll start watching for insects on those fields. But we haven't had any reports of any of that yet. The leaf hopper oftentimes doesn't show up until the end of June or early July. But, uh, but do watch these fields. Again, the good news is we got some good crop up. It uh, looks like we're going to have good moisture for second crop. And with the fertilizer, we'll have a good yield off that field.
1: And if the wind doesn't stop blowing, we're going to have leaf hoppers plenty. But we'll deal with that maybe next time. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist with us once again on our next grow alfalfa update program.
2: We're at about 58 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. We've got a little bit of rain is starting to taper off, though. We're looking at a partly cloudy day for the rest of the day with a high of 73. Tonight is going to be partly cloudy and 48. Tomorrow, sunshine with some clouds, high of 74. Tomorrow night, we got some late showers coming in with a low of 54. Wednesday, mostly cloudy. Chance of rain and a chance of a thunderstorm here and there, so high of 73. Wednesday night, cloudy, 50 degrees. Thursday looks nice. Friday looks nice. Looks like it's going to be a pretty nice weekend.
3: You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovie And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.